Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I've taken every back road I probably shouldn't take. I've wasted my time. From NewSounds.org and the studios at WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The Lone Bellow started as a trio 10 years ago here in New York. And we became Lone Bellow fans almost immediately. They first brought their rousing vocal harmonies and their ever-shifting blend of American roots music and heartland rock to our studio even before that first album came out. And they've joined us at various points during their 10-year journey. So it feels great to have them celebrating their 10th anniversary with a return visit. Here is the Lone Bellow playing an old favorite, Green Eyes and a Heart of Gold. You wear your faded old dress The night of the 4th of July The darkness kept your silhouette But light flies across the sky one crash at a time, oh, one crash at a time, yeah. Green eyes and a heart of gold, all the money's gone and the house is cold and it's alright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright. We are broken New York City, the F train takes us home. Wide our ways may look like a wreck where we're from. Oh, it's harder than we thought it'd be. Yeah, we're losing blood with every beat. Oh, our song is not a dying dream. You're not alone. You're not alone. Fireworks crash. We are broken New York City, and the F train takes us home. Yeah, wide our ways, man. Look like a wreck where we are. Green eyes and a heart of gold, all the 
Money's gone and the house is cold in it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Green eyes and a heart of gold, all of money's gone and the house is cold in it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. The Lone Bellow, live in our studio with the song Green Eyes and a Heart of Gold, originally on their self-titled debut album, now 10 years old. And uh, the group, as ever, with Zach Williams on guitar, Kaneen Pipkin playing uh, mandolin, Brian Elmquist also on guitar, and of course, all three singing. And Zach, I can only imagine what it feels like to to be singing that song after 10 years because I'm getting like a real feeling of deja vu, (laughs) all right? (laughs) Um, You were all living in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. you know, in my neighborhood in Brooklyn, in Park Slope. The Mm. F train still takes me home. (laughs) You guys are all now in Nashville. Mm. Uh, So, you know, is it, does it take you back to those early days? Yeah, I mean, I think especially because... I had the honor of playing the very first show at Stage 2 at Rockwood. Rockwood Music Hall. Yeah. Right. J- just to be clear, Stage 1 of Rockwood is going to remain open. but Full-blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome. But but you guys, you opened Stage 2 10 years ago or 10-ish years ago. Yeah, a while back. Yeah. yeah. And, and are closing it with the trio mm-hmm. over the course of three sold-out nights. Um, and it just, again, seems like a really appropriate way to kind of mark the 10th anniversary of the band somehow because that first album, wasn't it recorded at Rockwood? It was made in stage two. Kaneen, the, the last time you were all here was February of 2020. I know because I, I looked it up. Dang. I was trying to figure out. So you were one of the last bands to come in here before we all bugged out. It's not our fault. (laughs) 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 We didn't do it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, so there's a new live album in which either Zach or Brian, I'm not sure who, it's one of the guys in the band, says to the crowd, hey, L.A., it's been three years. Yeah. So for a band that really has made its bones on its reputation as a live band, Mm -hmm. what did you do for the the year and a half, two years, you know, when nobody was touring. Well, a lot of the work was really emotionally tearing down to the studs, you know? I think for everybody, hopefully. And getting to see... Home renovation metaphor. Exactly. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start our own uh, DIY show starring Zach doing everything wrong and dangerously. But it's for emotions. But it's for emotions, yeah. Not for houses. Um, <laughs> you know, we had a lot of time to to remember why we do what we do yeah. and feel grateful that we've been able to do music for a living and be friends. And um, I think it was a real blessing that we were all in each other's bubble and we spent a lot of time writing together, a lot of time just getting back to mm. all the things that we did when we first started. And... I think we came out just a lot more confident in our dynamic as a band, but also um, just more confident in the risks we wanted to take. It's kind of just like a, well, 
let's just go for it now because no one knows what's going to happen and life is short. So right. let's produce our own record. Let's do what scares us. All that kind of stuff all came out of, of that time of taking everything down to the bones. So, so last year's album, Love Songs for Losers, uh, Brian, you did most of the production on that, right? Yes, sir. Um, and unlike the first album, actually, you, you sort of, the three of you have had a pattern of doing albums really quickly. Like that first album was, what, three, three mm-hmm. nights at Rockwood? Mm-hmm. This record, the last record, a little more of a long-term thing. Well, it kind of came out of that because so we wrote a bunch of songs during that time in a in a old 150 year old sanctuary across the street from my house, basically, in Nashville. But it came together really serendipitously. Like we reached out to Roy, the person who owns Roy Orbison's old house. He uh-huh. let us have it for eight weeks, and we just turned it into a studio for eight weeks. And um, one thing that happens when you're in this when you're with people that aren't vocalists is like the last thing that's done on a record is the vocals and like that's not a great way to approach a a vocal band yeah so we got to start with vocals basically and and then tried to build around that for so the whole process was uh extremely you know when you're done with something and you're full of wonder that's that means the process worked yeah what can we do next time this is really fun so anyway what is Roy Orbison's house like? <laughs> Creepy. This was this was his party. Creepy. This Did was his party. <laughs> this was a party house. This was his party house. Yeah. Ah. So it only has four really small bedrooms, and his old house burned down a long time ago. And there's a pool in the basement. It's empty, but it's just covered. Okay. There's like a little hatch, and you're like, oh, there's there's a pool down there. Super creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I-, I thought maybe I'd get some sort of. Uh, you know, the spirit of Roy, echoes of the voice, oh, but no. It's oh, it's there. Just like, also <laughs> creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, a lot has changed over 10 years. I don't know if, if the three of you know this, but Dizzy's Diner is mm-hmm. gone. Did not, did not survive the, uh, the pandemic. The owner, Mateo, texted me when it was happening. It was really sad. I called him and talked to him. He's a good, he's a good friend. I love him. That's where the band first got together. Right up this, there. I remember... Right after we put our record out that summer, I pushed, that was my job, and I pushed my amp up to the band shell to play the band shell. Like the in summer. Prospect Park. Yeah, I quit in January and we played in August. It was kind of, it was really crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's hear another song, uh, Cost of Living. This is, this is off the last studio record, right? Mm-hmm. This is off uh, Love Songs for Losers. And uh, all right, so... Kaneen's going to move into the center for this one. Let's uh, once again hear a live performance from The Lone Bellow. How could you run me When I thought I was a navigator I thought I could read the signs You were sending a flares Red and gold everywhere I remember mine Thinking I had a chance Reaching out for a dance In the fire Now I can't afford 
of Living is the song live performance from the Lone Bellow. And um, I, I mentioned, Kaneen, that you had moved into the center <laughs> for that performance because despite the fact that our engineering crew is known throughout the city for having like the finest collection of microphones <laughs> anywhere in New York, you have all decided to come in with your own mic and, and just stand around it and perform like old school. I don't think you've done that here before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think last time you might have had the full touring band with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh they're here. They're just not allowed upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't let them up. <laughs> um, so what is that microphone for the, the nerds it's called, at home? Yes. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's round as opposed to being sort of <laughs> silver. It's round. It's gold. It's gold. It's called an um, ear trumpet. Really? Yeah, and they make them in Oregon. Oregon. And they they were one of the first people to, to like, 
give us one of these a long time ago. Wow. I've used them since the beginning, basically. But you can only use it when it's the three of you acoustic, right? Once you add the bass and the drums. You, you, yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. everything. Um, so, and many of your tours, was the first tour with the full five piece with mm-hmm. bass and drums? That, and that was, you were opening Zach for the Civil Dwight, Wars. Yeah, uh, probably Dwight Yoakam, or yeah. Yeah, the Civil Wars for a minute. The really fun one was Dwight Yoakam. Okay. <laughs> I remember Civil Wars because I remember you telling a story, I think when you were downstairs in the green space, this mm-hmm. would have been even more years ago, uh, something about you went out there to open for the Civil Wars. and <laughs> John Paul White saying that, uh, yeah, so we didn't know. So that... it's going to be like that, is it? Yeah, well, we didn't know that they were a two-piece. We will bury you. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We showed up with eight people. It was ridiculous. And, like, hadn't even played through all the songs. I think Green Eyes was, like, 40 minutes long. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't figure out how to end it. And he was getting up on stage, and he was just like, I'm going to bury you. And I was like, I love that. Let's be friends forever. And we're still buds. Well, you know, uh, Kanine was saying before, uh, you know, that how lucky you feel to, to be making music and being friends for, for so long. Those two things do not necessarily go hand in hand. I know. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen, I mean, the music world is full of pe- people who continue to make music together and can't stand the sight of each other. Yeah. What's, what's your secret? <laughs> <laughs> We don't have one. I don't know. We fight. We try to keep it uh, civil. I don't know. I think we just like each other. At the end of the day, we just have a good time. And I think creating anything is hard. I think creating things with people, you're always going to run into tension. They, yeah. You kind of need it to make great stuff. No, it's got to be tension. Yeah. So I think when we go into creative mode, that's kind of one mode. Mm. And for me, it's easy to separate that from our just like personal friendship life, you know, and we're all raising our kids together and I don't know. We just, we work it out. It's like family. Yeah. We got a pretty good BS nose as well. And if I really think if one of us like starts getting cocky or <laughs> the other two will be like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. And I think that we've kept ourselves open to that kind of friendly critique yeah, and it's really it's a really important part of making something. You wow. can live in your head, um, in shorts year round in your head. <laughs> uh, no one's going to understand that reference. I know but. it's just us. <laughs> John wears shorts year round. Uh, Dead of winter, absolutely. Even shoveling snow. Legs the color of the fresh fallen snow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, my eyes are up here. <laughs> um, but, you know, Brian, you were talking about, like, the, the creative tension in the, the harmonies that are such an important part of the sound of this band. You want that tension there. If, if every harmony is like a glowing major chord... There's no tension, right? You know, so working out those harmonies, how does, is that an intuitive thing that you do? It's, it's, it varies, man. We, we'll have one song that we just recorded that's just like, it's obvious. And then, and then there's other songs where we push to find something different. But you're right about the tension. I mean, it's, all, it's even like tension between like, there's, there's people in the band that just want to like sing it once, and there's people in the band that wants to sing a hundred times. But that makes it great. 
Yeah. And if you if and I have to tell myself to slow down because if I slow down, like the end result is always better because like it's you always make things better with a team of mm. people. It's just how it works. If you guys are and especially if you don't agree on everything, that's OK. It's yeah. just, you got to be okay with the process, I guess. So, so uh, does does the lone bellow have jam band tendencies? I mean, if 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 you're just lately. allowed to run wild, will you in fact run wild? We have been falling into that lately. Um, I mean, the record that we're working on right now, we basically just our friend bought this abandoned firehouse that's been abandoned since the 1950s in Hendersonville, Kentucky. A guy named Peter Barbie. And um, he turned it into a studio. He lived in a bus outside, and uh, that was his COVID project. He turned it into a beautiful studio. And we set up shop there for a week and just jammed and wrote all the songs. We've never done it like that before. Um, So, yeah, I feel like. We're getting more jammy banny. <laughs> Bandy. Well, and, and all also, of the new merch is tie dyed. Just yeah, tie dyed, right? You can smell the shows. Except now it's all legal. Yeah. Or dude, everything's. What are you talking about? Tie dye? Tie Um Let's hear another song. You want to do Honey? Yeah. All right, uh, The Lone Bellow. Their most recent album is a live record, but there's also a recent deluxe edition of the 2022 record Love Songs for Losers, which includes this track called Honey. Honey, I never call you honey Unless somebody's watching I know it drives you crazy Baby, I reach out for your hand I know you probably try to let it go Get by on your own, baby Walking out in the middle of the street now In the middle of the night Where we used to go when we didn't know better Honey, I never call you honey Unless I'm feeling lonely Or I'm just being lazy Baby, you like to let the night time come You're not afraid to be alone You know that drives me crazy, baby Walking out in the middle of the street now In the middle of the night Where we used to go when we didn't know better Walking out in the middle of the street now In the middle of the night Where we used to go when we didn't know better
together it lights up in the radio on every window is down here comes that song we used to sing so loud at the top of our lungs put the pedal to the floor let the darkness come i got the headlights off in the radio on every window is down here comes that song we used to sing so loud at the top of Honey, live performance here in our studio from the band who, uh, from what you were saying a few moment, moments ago, it's, it seems like you're well on the way to a new album. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're we're having fun. some fun. And when do you think we'll see that? Never. <laughs> <laughs> it takes so <laughs> long to make vinyl these days. Yeah. It takes a really long time. I genuinely don't know. Okay, but but the songs are essentially done. Yeah, yeah, we're we're mixing, we're mixing now. Yeah. We actually lost half of the vocals. We got our van got robbed a couple weeks uh. ago in Chicago. Well, I love you, Chicago. Uh, but yeah, one of the computers that was stolen had the only vocals for uh. the new record, uh, so we had to redo all of those. Oh my gosh! But we had so much help from our fans and it helped us pay for the new studio time and yeah. there's just something about asking for help and like I don't like doing that yeah and then receiving help that um, hey you're, you're talking really to cool. a lifelong public radio guy you know it's <laughs> yeah. part of my job every year ask for help from listeners well that's and, where I was going with this and when it comes in you're just we like, need to raise some money <laughs> Do I need to give you a tote bag or a coffee mug? (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Uh, Well, you know, uh, you the three of you have been regular visitors to our studio over the ten years that the band has been playing, and I'm just so glad that for your tenth anniversary, you had a chance to stop by and renew acquaintance. Thank you all. Yes, sir. And thanks to our technical director, Irene Trudell, our producer, Karen Havlick, shot video of the Lone Bellow performances here in the studio today. Eric Weber is our video editor. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Just text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up on the website at newsounds.org. Two stepping on the ceiling. I can feel you dancing